0: all right guys welcome back to the podcast back to tomboy official i am recording this mini series about you know the state of or my my experiences with residing with housemates roommates um in the past um, or people I've lived with, um, I'm not, like, sharing their names and stuff, but just experiences of what it's like living in households with, you know, house, housemates, roommates, uh, queer, as a queer person of color, um, most of my experiences have been in LA and in San Diego, and so, The previous one I recorded about was in grad school when I was in LA, kind of living in like El Sereno area. And then I think the next place I lived after that, like, I'm not going to record too much about what it was like living back at home when I was finishing up that school program. There wasn't really a lot to say because I was at school all the time and studying all the time so I remember being at school studying um and I think I would just commute and I would stay there pretty long and try to drive back after traffic so I would stay and study and get as much work done as I could and come back but I do remember that becoming very draining um and I remember my family um I think I was no longer playing soccer on Sundays so I used to play soccer on Sundays And I remember I was no longer playing soccer on Sundays at that point. Um, I think I had started going to a different church. It was like a Messianic Jewish church or something, I think. Um, I think I went there for like a year. So maybe like my second year of grad school. I really can't recall. It was either my first year or second year of grad school. But I feel like it was my second year of grad school because I would have lived at the house down the street from that congregation in a different part of LA that was not El Sereno. So I was living with my family, the family that I'm living with now those the same family of you know, my parents. Um, but I don't remember anything significant. I just remember being out all the time when I had free time to hang out. I would go out or I would hang out with people from my cohort and I would just arrange my schedule to stay on campus as long as possible um, but I don't remember there being any issues with like feeling like I needed more space, having privacy, nothing like that. Like, I remember my parents were working, uh, my dad was working at a state that was like his, f- um, let me see, I think he started working at a state in like 2003 or something. Um, that that would have been like his fourth or fifth year working out of state and so because he was working out of state like I didn't really see him all the time like sometimes he'd be home every weekend sometimes he'd be home like once a month on a weekend sometimes he'd take a week off like I don't really know his schedule but like I got used to just not seeing him every day and then my mom was always at home but she worked as well like not full-time but she was gone most of the day um, and I stayed at home and that was how I lived the next two years. I It took me three years to finish my program, but I don't remember there being like specific issues with living at home. Just the fact that I had to drive and commute in LA traffic to and from about 30 miles each way. And that was a little bit much. It was a drain on my energy and, but it was cheaper because I didn't have to pay rent. Um... <clears throat> And then, yeah, I did that the first couple years, but I just remember arranging my schedule so that I, so that I would stay on campus longer, and I developed really close friendships with people on campus, and was in this kind of a relationship with somebody, uh, it wasn't like super, super intense, though, it was pretty, it was, I don't know how to explain it. It was great, but it was, like, I don't know how to explain it, like, mm, positive, you know, but I, I didn't really see myself at that time, like, trying to want to marry this person or anything like that. Like, I was, I was like, this is great for now, but, like, we weren't talking about the future I we didn't really talk about much, but we really got to know each other really well. But we didn't really talk much about, like, what's the future going to be like? What you know, where are we going with this? There was none of that. Like after grad school, I think I ended up finishing a year earlier than the person I was dating. And they finished the year after me. And I think the year that they finished they ended up having to move during that summer to San Francisco. And I ended up moving during that summer in August to San Diego. And so we moved like opposite directions. I moved two hours South and they moved eight hours North. And so we were like so far apart in distance that we just, you know, things didn't really continue as they were, you know, but We've always still had like a good friendship after everything you know like we still are good friends, but yeah it just I didn't know what was gonna happen and I thought, okay, I'm just gonna go do this program four or five years, but come back every single weekend. That's what I thought was gonna happen when I moved to San Diego. and I was like, I'm gonna do this program four or five years, get out of you know, get my doctorate and I'll be back you know, and I'll be back every weekend because I thought I was gonna stay going to church all the time. And so I thought I'd be back every weekend. Um, and I wasn't after like the first year I stopped coming back every weekend. And so me and this person, you know, when they were in town, we didn't really see each other much. I didn't really see them much. They didn't really see me much. We talked, but we didn't really see each other much and it was fine. Um, cause I was so busy and they were dealing with family stuff. Um, and I was just swamped. And so I didn't really know what to do um I didn't really know what to do with things at that point but I wasn't like distraught over it like there was no drama it was fine you know but I was still staying at home until that August when I moved down to San Diego um and then yeah so I don't remember having any real issues other than being like pretty drained from the driving uh to and from like near downtown uh that's where my school was. And so, uh, other than the driving, I don't really remember there being too much. I remember being overwhelmed and kind of grumpy all the time. Um, I was probably depressed. I don't really, I don't really know, but I remember I would wake up at like six twenty, six thirty every morning. Uh, and I had to leave ridiculously early in the morning. Um, cause if I didn't leave early, I would hit traffic. And I think I left at like six twenty or something if I had an eight o'clock class. No, maybe I'm thinking about when I went to Irvine. Um, no, so this wasn't grad school. So I, am no, um, I wasn't leaving that early to go to school. Um, when I was in grad school and then when I was in San Diego I really didn't have to leave too early because the traffic wasn't that bad um at all um and so the first housemate I had had a a room he was a housemate we shared a two-bedroom two-bath apartment his bedroom was next to mine he had a bathroom and shower in his in the master, you know, that was his room and I had just like a small room next to his and it was furnished for the most part, it had a bed, a desk and I rented from him, paid him rent. Um and I remember um uh living I don't know what I remember. I remember... um, I remember being, like, pretty interactive with him, like, at first. For maybe, like, the first... I think we lived together for three years, just about, I think. And for, like, the first year when we lived together, you know, I think, you know, I would have dinner, eating on the couch... And he would be eating, watching sports usually, or maybe not even eating. And he was in, uh, we lived like down the street from USD and he would be eating um, sometimes or other times he was in like law school. And so uh, back then, I think sometimes he would teach English. I think he recently had divorced. But when they were married, there was someone else living in the house. And I remember at first, like, I mean, I didn't meet this other person, but excuse me. I remember at first, I think the only issue that I kind of had sometimes was like at the let's talk first year. The only thing I really remember was, you know, his kid would come over and like he had his kid maybe half the week and the wife lived down the street and our ex-wife lived down the street and had the kid the other half the week so they were like maybe three nights out of the week the child it was like I think when I first moved in the kid was like four or five years old and the kid would kind of like cry himself to sleep crying like I want mommy I want mommy like crying and stuff but he was a little child and like I was like oh this is sad but like I you know, I think it's like, cause he doesn't understand what's going on. Like his parents just got divorced and I wasn't involved in it. Like, I think he told me that him and the wife just got divorced, but it seemed like it was still pretty raw cause they were still having fights and stuff. And so at a certain point he got pretty depressed. Um, he was going to take the bar. I don't think he did. I remember they would, him and the kid used to watch, Sports a lot, and then they would play video games till kind of late at night. And I remember I would try to sleep at like nine, ten o'clock, and they'd be up till probably eleven thirty playing video games. And that was the only thing that kind of annoyed me was like every night they're up late, and I'm a, I'm such a light sleeper. Everybody knows I have so much trouble sleeping as it is. And so I remember I got like this little fan, and I used to sleep with the fan on just to drown out the noise, and that helped significantly. So. I didn't really have to do much. I just turned on that loud fan and I remember when it would get cold, I would face the fan, like during the cold seasons, I would face the fan away from me, like away from facing towards my bed. I would face it towards the wall and then I would just have the fan on and like, I couldn't really feel it or I would face it like towards the ground. It was a little fan. It was like a little, it looked like a little, it was a black fan, a little dome and it was like, on the floor almost it had a little stand and it kind of would you could face it like upward or downward pretty much and then you would just turn it towards whichever direction so i remember i could face it downward and then like facing like away from me and then i didn't really feel the air if it was actually cold and i needed like more warmth but yeah I drowned out the noise perfectly enough that i would just sleep every night and then it, it really didn't become an issue that they would go to bed late um my bedroom, both of our bedrooms, uh, the windows to our bedrooms were facing the back wall, like the back, um, uh, not garage. What do you call it? The parking, the parking lot. So in the mornings when people started getting ready for work, it would be noisy. Some people had motorcycles. There'd be some kids that would always be out there crying, not wanting to go to school and parents screaming at their kids to get in the car. And like, people starting their cars and like letting the cars warm up and stuff so that would kind of wake me up um in the morning so I couldn't really sleep in and then I remember you know during the hot parts of the year there are certain times of the year where the like you could see I think during summers SeaWorld or something like that does um fireworks at night So I could see the fireworks from my window. My window faced where the fireworks were, but that's also where the sun would set. And so when it would get hot, the sun would set and the light would be like shining bright in my room from the sun and it would heat up my room a lot. So I remember sometimes I felt like eh, there's not like a lot of privacy because I had to keep my door kind of open. Um, and I kind of like my door closed. Like when I'm, I'm the kind of person when I'm in my room, I like, if there's other people in the house, I like having my door closed. Um, but I used to keep my door open. Like when I would leave the house, I would keep my door open, you know? Um, I would just open my room door and just keep it open. And, um, I didn't really mind doing that. Like I didn't really need privacy in that way. I kind of just kept my, my door open open. And then, um, I was kind of fine with my door being just like open at, at night. i um, not at night, like in the day, um, like when I was gone, like I'd be at school and that's why I first moved to San Diego was for school. And I was a full-time student. Um, and so I was at school most of the day. So when it would get hot, I remember I started staying at school a little bit longer cause I was like, I don't really like being in the apartment. Having to keep my door a little bit open, you know, cause I would open the window, but for airflow, I would open the door because we always had like this, the sliding door on our balcony was like directly down the hall across from straight across from my like opposite from my bedroom window. If I would have had my door open, if that makes sense, like you could look down the hall from my bedroom window and see like the sliding door pretty much so like there was a cross breeze if I kept my you know if I kept my door actually open and so and the window open and so I remember that was a solution and it wasn't all year that it was like that it was just a little while like during the summer and during certain hours of the day when the sun was setting so like it wasn't all the time but it was like often enough that like it became a little bit like for me I was like I need a little bit more more privacy on this um because also because when people were in the living room they were always um like in the in the living room watching um like movies playing video games stuff like that so I kind of yeah just kind of needed a little bit of space on that but I mean, me and this guy got along really good, and so I didn't really mind if he would, like, walk past and I'm at my desk studying or something. It wasn't like that, but, like, I still don't really like having the door open and stuff when I'm, like, doing anything. Um, It just throws my focus off. I just, I can't study like that anyways. Like, if I'm at a library, coffee shop, I can study just fine. It's not a problem if there's people, like, necessarily around me. It's not the people being around me, it's just when I'm in my own personal space, I don't like having my doors open too much, um, so me and him got along pretty good, um, it was just those two little things, and I never really, like, spoke up to him about any of it, and he did, he did tell me, because I remember before I moved in, like, what's the, you know, what's the situation, you know, like, is there any Thing about the house that I should know this maybe like uncomfortable or anything like that and he did tell me that that room gets a little bit hot I remember him saying that but when I had moved in it wasn't like that um but I do remember it getting a little hot um but it wasn't like bad and it wasn't all year so I mean we had heating in the house and that was fine and like yeah I mean we didn't he didn't really wash dishes too much, he would let the, the dishes pile up, and his kid, like, had these little, this little toy box area with little, like, buckets to put his toys, and the kid's toys were always on, like, one half of the living room, and just, the living room was just destroyed, um, and then when the housemate had, him and his wife started having some weird problems, where I think it affected his work at school, I don't really know, but he, Seemed like he got pretty depressed. Um but it never came back on me. I just noticed that like he started smoking cigarettes again. Uh I never said anything about that, but I was like, Oh and I remember once being in the living room or in the kitchen at the table because <clears throat> I would get like so into my little techie prob- prob- projects and I remember like being in my room for a couple days I had been researching like um um, hacking, like, hardware hacks or something like that, like, that's what it's called, like, when you want to, like, take something and hack in, hack, not hack into it, but, like, uh, you know, there's a certain cable, like, say, for example, if I wanted to, like, adapt, like, an HDMI cable to, like, a lightning cable, like, something like that, um, like, make, make an adapter, like, it was, that would be, like, a hardware hack, like, if they don't already have one that you can buy, or you can learn how to, like, rewire the cabling in certain kind of cords, like, I was kind of learning about that, I don't, I don't even know if that's possible to do HDMI lighting, but, like, anyways, it, it probably is, but, I mean, I was learning about that, and I remember taking it to my room, I mean, to the living room, like, the dining room area, and then he comes over, and he's kind of, like, playfully just like sarcastic like oh what's that what are you looking at you know kind of thing and he kind of like looked over my shoulder he's like oh hacking like none of that none of that allowed in here like there's none of that allowed in this house you know and I was just like a little annoyed because at first I I was a little annoyed mostly because I was like to have him think that that's what I was actually doing that I was actually trying to like hack like steal somebody's stuff or do something illegal or do something like wrong that is what kind of offended me like I guess I was a little hurt by it because I was just like wow I can't believe he thinks that I would actually like do some kind of like cyber crime against him or like or whatever like just the way he said it and then I was like "Nah, it's not what it is you know but then I didn't really I was a little offended and didn't really want to explain exactly what I was doing because I was like this is my own business of what I'm I'm just learning like random techy stuff like And just wanted to do it in another space, and you know, I didn't like mention that to him, but I do remember kind of like closing my computer and going into my room and just being like, I didn't really like explain to him like, no, that's not what I'm doing. I told him that's not what I'm doing. It's not, it's not like that at all. It's not that's not actually what this is. Like, it's nothing like that. And like, but I didn't explain the details. Like, I explained about like the cables and all this kind of stuff I was trying to learn about because um, first I was like I feel like it's none of his business and then like for him to be looking at my computer and stuff because it wasn't facing him he had to like come over and like look at my screen to see what I was doing and I was kind of like okay that's it was a little intrusive to me I was kind of like so I know I, I remember never really being on the computer in like an open space after that I was kind of like okay like that's a little like oh it wasn't a big deal but it was just kind of like Uh, it's little things like these are the only these are like little things right and I'm just mentioning them because like I know a lot of people are having to move in with people and you know sometimes there's little stuff where I look back and I'm like okay like I could have addressed it you know I could have told them the details and explained what I was learning but also I was like it felt like a little slight bit of an invasion of privacy because this is my computer it's like my personal laptop I'm sitting there on it it's almost like if somebody's googling something on their phone, you don't just like go over and like look inside their phone or whatever It's kinda like you ask like what are you looking at or like what are you what are you doing on your computer like I wasn't studying I was doing well I was studying my own thing, but it had nothing to do with my school, and I was just having fun. maybe I was on a break. I don't even remember honestly, but I just wanted to use my brain differently and I used to do stuff like that back then. I was very like techy um And yeah, I remember, um, you know, I had felt a little bit offended by that. I remember that. Um, But other than like, we didn't have a lot of interactions where I was like hurt or like offended or like that was one of the few times I remember. And I was just kind of like, I don't remember ever really using... The computer in a public space other than that um well when he was home and then he eventually left and moved for like three months or something he went and was living in Vietnam teaching English um he'd done it before but he just was having issues with his ex and I guess she was trying to have a custody battle against him or something. It sounded like some nasty thing. And I remember him telling me about it a little bit. Like, I don't remember what he said, but he said something like, like, um, like she, I don't remember what he said to me. But he said something about her. He was saying something like, she wants to argue with me all the time. She, uh, Maybe he told me what she said or something. And I was like, kind of like, I kind of snickered a little bit. And he's like, I guess it is funny, you know. And I was like, because I could tell I kind of hurt his feelings. Like, it was just like an instant kind of nervous reaction. Like, we didn't really talk like that too much. Like, we talked about sports and stuff. And so it was kind of like odd for me when he was just, like, all of a sudden talking about his relationship issues, and I was just, like, I didn't even know that he was having them, I didn't really know what was going on in his life, so I was, maybe it was, like, nervous laughter, just kind of, like, it was a little uncomfortable, and, like, you know, like, when I don't talk to people a lot, like, I I gotta get used to people, you know, so it was, especially back then, like, it was really hard for me to just, like, talk to people about their relationships and all kinds of stuff, like, I was, like, I don't, you know, this is, like, beyond me, like, talking about divorce issues, like, this is something I've never really had to, like, experience, so for me, it was, like, a little awkward living with somebody who's just, like, openly talking about some fight that he just had with his ex-wife, and I'm just kind of, like, and he was, like, upset with it, but I was, like, I didn't know what to say or do, and so I kind of snickered a little bit, and I remember him being, like, oh, I guess it is funny, and then I realized I was, like, shoot, like, I didn't mean to, like, hurt his feelings, like, I didn't mean to be, like, a jerk like because I would want to be supportive but then I remember him being like you know and I was just kind of like trying to explain myself like I didn't really realize it was kind of like nervous laughter but I was just kind of like no like she's just I was like I'm not I think I said like I'm not laughing at you it's just that she's acting like a kid you know like I think because she called him childish or something and I was like she's acting like a child or something like that like you know something like to try to take his side a little bit, but like the conversation didn't go much more than that. And I don't remember him really bringing it up more. And I just remember at some part in the timeline, he started smoking cigarettes and it kind of bothered me a little bit cause I'm not a cigarette smoker, but he didn't really smoke it in the house, but he smoked it out on the balcony. And that's still, uh, in a small apartment, you can still tell when somebody's smoking, right? So it's like, it wasn't that discreet of a thing um and I remember he kind of talked to me about it like I guess he'd stopped smoking for a pretty long time like when I first met him I never knew that he had smoked and so it was not obvious at all and so yeah there was that and then he left when him and that ex he didn't like leave leave but he temporarily left for like three months moved to Vietnam to to teach English so I think he wasn't finishing his school to take the bar. I think he studied really hard, never took his exam. I think he told me because I remember asking him after, "How's the exam? Like, how'd it go?" And then he never said anything. Um, but I remember he would he would leave like before he left to Vietnam, or maybe after he came back. I remember I would play guitar because um, like I could see when he would pull his car in to park so I remember looking um you know out my bedroom window to see if he had parked um and he came home at a certain time of day and or evening and so I remember he would come home and I would play guitar until then um and then after a certain point I kind of like didn't care and I just would play like kind of more openly like just play even though I knew he was home Um, But I remember I would like sing and play when I thought he wasn't home. And then um, I would just play mostly just like Metallica ballads like over and over again. And, you know, he knew like he would hear it. And I remember once he was like, oh, like those those songs you're playing sound really nice. And he was like, yeah, I was in my room, but like I kept the door open so I could like hear you playing because I really liked the songs. And I was like, oh, that's nice. And I felt a little like odd. And then... I didn't really say anything past that I was and then I kind of stopped playing because I felt like like just because he mentioned like even though it was a nice comment I kind of didn't want anybody listening like if he wouldn't have said anything I probably would have just kept playing but then I kind of like remember I kind of stopped playing when he was home um and like not it's just I just like my space on that kind of thing I don't like I don't know like and sometimes I've talked about this before but when I play guitar sometimes I like to just play the same thing over and over and over again and it's like I don't play for other people to hear me for them to like it I play because I like the way I feel when I play it and so when I play songs and so sometimes if there's just some verse or some riff that just catches me I'll just play it over and over again and so it's like I don't really play in a style that like people want to hear me play you know like I mean I will play songs all the way through I will and I'll play like a whole medley sometimes i'll i'll make a, like when i'm playing i'll i'll do my own thing but like i really don't like people listening to me play like it's kind of like i have to want them to listen um and i usually just like playing with other people like with the band or with other people or recording and stuff like that i don't really like playing solo for people that like watch me or listen to me play and so i got a little uncomfortable like not like deeply uncomfortable but I was kind of like, I kind of like my space on this, and kind of liked to do it alone without having to feel, like, pressure that, like, oh, it has to sound good, or, like, I can't mess up, or, like, for me, that kind of thing, I get a little bit of, like, performance anxiety, and it's a little stressful for me, like, I have had had bad experiences before, playing, like, in front of churches and stuff, and just, like, screwing up songs royally, and, like, I still remember that kind of stuff. I'm like, dude, that was terrible. Like, I always hated that, like, when it was just, like, I didn't mind when we were, like, joking around and, like, I was with my friends playing for church and it was, like, a casual thing and we'd be goofing off and, like, it would suck. It's, like, whatever. But, I mean, like, I used to hate playing, um, you know, when it was, like, we actually were trying hard and just, like, screwed it up. It was, it's a little embarrassing to, like, mess up uh, a performance in front of people, but sometimes I was just too stressed to practice, and it it showed, <laughs> and so, you know, it, stuff like that, where you just don't want to screw up, you know, but you do, and so, because of that, and, and just because I like to just play for myself, I I've never really fully enjoyed other people listening to me play music too much, like, Maybe a little bit if just if it's like one on one, but I really don't like I really just don't like it. Like, I'm not like a in front of people show kind of person. Like, I really just like having my space on a lot of things. Um, So I prefer having my space on that. And then, yeah, I didn't really play in front. I wasn't really playing in front of him, but like the apartment was so small, like and I didn't want to play in front of him anymore so um or in a way that he could hear me I'm pretty sure he did overhear me sometimes like I don't really know but um I I kind of like like a bit of distance you know like with housemates and stuff I I kind of don't want them too involved all the time um in the stuff that I like to do and so stuff like that it's like I kind of need people to be a little um like you know, I'm similar to, like, cats in that way, it's like, yeah, let me come to you, um, you can't be, like, too intrusive, or else I will leave, like, you know, I kind of got to warm up to a person and kind of know their intentions on stuff before I'm gonna kind of, like, be more, like, open with them or more, like, involved and let them be more involved, like, usually I kind of keep a distance, um, that's just how I am and especially if I'm living with people I kind of really like my space um but it wasn't too bad with him like I up until a certain point I was still like eating in the kitchen and like cooking even when he was home like I wasn't like I don't feel like I was doing too much like avoiding him up until I started having a lot of problems with um my school situation But, I mean, like, there was a three-month or so period of time where a lady lived with us, lived with me. Um, There was a student who went to USD. She lived with me, and he told me she was moving in. I had never met her before, but he had screened her, talked to her, and it was a good fit for her. And I guess her mom had helped her move in one weekend when I was out of town. And, um this was the same apartment but he was gone for three months and he came back after that so she moved when she had moved in uh I remember she was like pretty blonde but like I don't think I was like I didn't have a crush on her or or anything and we would talk and stuff and like we'd have a lot of good conversations I liked having conversations with her after like classes and stuff and we would talk and like we vibed really good I really liked her as far as like she was clean and everything uh But she mentioned like I remember the house was a wreck like when he left he cleaned out I think the whole closet he cleaned out his whole closet put it in like a row of stuff like in the middle of the living room floor and then on the other side of that row of stuff was all of his kids like toys that like I mentioned how the kids toys were always all over like half of the living room like he put the kids toys you know he left them there um, and like, he was going through a lot. He basically fled because he thought that his wife was gonna, you know, try to have some battle, custody battle so that she could have the kid all the time or whatever. Cause she was mad at him about whatever, whatever wasn't working out. I don't, I don't know. I wasn't involved, but like he was hurt and didn't want to stay. Cause like she had moved down the street. She, once they got divorced, she had moved down the street. So it's not like. She was far. And they would see each other around town a lot too. And it was his kid too. And they both had joined custody. But when she started wanting to have a custody battle and be nasty. And he was a good father. I'll I'll be real about that. Like I don't think that. As far as what I knew when I saw him with the kid and stuff. Like he loved his son so much. He would always tell me. and It was so awkward for me. But he would just be like oh, I miss my son. Like all the time when his son was with the wife and not with. At at the house where we were, he would always be like, "I miss my son. I miss my son." You know, like, you know, I knew he loved that kid so much, and so like, I was like, "Man!" But at the same time, I'm like, "Dude, I'm busy. Like doing my own thing. I'm in school. Like, I don't, I didn't really get involved with him on that." But he left, and you know, because I think he was like, "Well, I'm not gonna take this to court. I'm just gonna say like she can." I think what he, I think he told me this that like. He's like, I don't want it to go to court, I don't want it to be official, I just want... If she wants him, she can have him, I'm just gonna leave, and he was like, I'll I'll contact you in, like, three months or something, um, and we had three months where we... where he moved, this other blonde lady from USD moved in, um, and I remember, um... Yeah, just his stuff was, I guess, like, I'd never really been, like, in his room, I don't think, and I didn't know that, like, his bathroom and shower were, like, you know, there was, like, mold and mildew everywhere and stuff, and the tub and all that, and so, like, she told me, she was, like, like, I guess one weekend, because I would go to LA most often on weekends and stuff, and... So I remember one weekend I was out of town and I came back and the house was clean, like immaculately. And I think I used to even when I would leave, I think I used to leave my bedroom door open. Like I mentioned, I used to just leave my door open. Like I, I was kind of like open with these first housemates I had, I would leave my door open. And that was my way of saying like, just like, you know, like I didn't really have anything that I was like hiding. I didn't think that people were going to steal my stuff. Like, I mentioned, like, I've never had too much of value. It's always just been guitars and a laptop. Like, I I don't really keep that much stuff. Um, But, yeah, guitars. Um, And... I... I remember... Mm. yeah when this lady moved in we were like maybe similar age um I think she was in law school but I can't recall her major but we would talk a lot and she was nice to have conversations with at night and I remember she would eat really healthy so I was kind of like maybe not too confident about my meals and stuff because I was eating like fast food all the time and like (laughs) Um, but we would talk and stuff and, like, she was cool to talk to and then, like, her and her mom, she mentioned that they had been scrubbing the shower and scrubbing the floors and, like, vacuuming the house and, like, you know, they put up all the toys, they put up all of his stuff, um, that was in the living room. I think they had, maybe they had organized it, but I don't fully remember if they had. I just remember they put away his, the the stuff that was there, but I really don't remember... Um, the exact details. I don't recall the exact details. Um, but yeah, that's one thing that I do recall. Um, and then, yeah, I don't remember the exact details. And then, like, I just remember she was nice to live with. There was only one time, I think when I left and she, I think she threw a party or something or had friends over. And cause like I said, when I would leave town, I would leave my bedroom open. And I remember coming home once and there was like a trash, like a, like a, like a, what do you call it? Like a paper bag. Like, you know, those paper grocery bags. It was like a paper grocery bag next to my bed like and I was like I don't remember putting that there but I was like maybe I did but it like had the the sides kind of rolled down a little bit and I was like I would never do that like I but I was like well maybe I did or maybe they had a party and somebody was like in there and like put that in there or whatever but I was like I could tell somebody had touched my things um I think I had left my laptop there And I can't remember if I felt like somebody had like touched my laptop or something or if if they did, if there was proof that they did or if I felt like they had or something. I really just can't recall. But I remember in the bathroom because she had her own bathroom and I had my bathroom in the hallway. And I remember someone had used my toothpaste because I remember I always put my cap on the toothpaste. The toothpaste was kind of like slightly oozed out of the of the tube and the cap was off and my hairbrush had like blonde hairs and stuff in it. And I was just like, somebody's been using my stuff and somebody's been touching my things. And I was a little upset by it, but I didn't really say anything. And I can't remember if she told me before or after that she was having a party Um, and I just assumed that like, maybe there were people at that party that slept over and maybe someone had slept in my bed. Like, I feel like the bed was like made differently. Like, I don't know. There were like little things that I was like, I don't feel like they wrecked anything, but I was like, I'm not used to people touching my stuff and I don't like it. And I didn't want that to happen. Uh, but I never said anything. But from that point on, I started like closing my door. And I remember she used to go in her bedroom And she'd be, like, on her bed reading or, like, just chilling in her room. And she would have her door, like, open. And I remember I would go in my... When I was in my room, I would have my door closed. But I remember, um, yeah, she would have her door open. Um, And then I remember when the other housemate came back, you know, I was starting to have some trouble in school around that time. Uh, mostly because I was having trouble with a supervisor who was kind of like emotionally problematic. And because of that, it really was impacting my schoolwork as well. And everything was just getting like really intense. And I remember that roommate, the guy moved back, she moved out. Um, I think he told me at one point he could, I could sell his stuff um, because he left it in the living room, and I remember giving some of my friends, like, I think he had, like, a Louis Vuitton, like, like, suitcase, I gave one or two of those to, like, one of my friends' sisters, and then, like, he had some video games, I let some friends come over, and he had some video games, and I let them use those games, like, have those games, um, and I remember he asked me, to start his car once a week so the battery didn't die, but I didn't start the car because I didn't feel comfortable touching his car. Um, and I remember. Um, yeah, I had some friends sleep over uh, one night. They stayed on the couch, but. Um, they wanted to stay a second night, but I remember I was so busy. I didn't really want that. And then. Yeah, so I don't know how long it was once that one lady moved out because I feel like there was still a gap of time when there was still all that stuff in the living room. So he must not have been home yet, but I don't think she was living there. And I was maybe I was living there for a month by myself. I don't really remember, Um, but he would leave, though, because he would leave town often for like a month at a time or something. Um, He would be gone for like weeks at a time. And so it was pretty cool. Um, I, I liked that, that he would be gone a lot, and so that was pretty cool for me, that he would, like, leave town a lot. Um, so, because I enjoyed that aspect of things, like, yeah, I felt maybe a little crowded because it was a small space, but mostly the issue for me started happening when I started having problems, like, with the school program, and things just weren't going too well. That was mostly when I started to, um do things a little bit differently, and um, it was about that time that I started to, you know, like, come straight home from school, just, like, kick my shoes off at the door because we didn't wear shoes in the house, and then I would just go, like, straight to my room pretty much, and then, you know, there was a certain point where he was, like, I guess he thought it was him, and he was, like, because he noticed like I had changed you know with like I used to interact with him almost daily you know I would come home from school and just like stand by the door kind of check in get the play-by-play of my day like we would like talk about our days and stuff and like there was a certain point where I just started coming home from school and I was just like isolating myself and not really wanting to talk um and I would just go straight to my room and he was just kind of like yeah if you if there's anything I did or if you ever need to like talk or anything like I'm here and I'm like I was just like, oh, yeah, thanks, you know, like, like, I appreciated him saying that, and I was like, it was helpful for him to say that, and I was just like, yeah, thank you, and I kind of explained, like, you know, like, you know, school's not going too good, and, you know, I'm just stressed, you know, and, like, you know, but he'd never seen that side of me before, like, when I get stressed, I kind of just like to stay to myself, and so I would do that, like, often, it was, like, weeks upon weeks, I would just, come home and just never talk never talk I didn't cook dinner anymore like I started I started I think I started having alcohol it wasn't a lot but I remember that was the first time I started actually buying cider keeping it in the fridge and I'd probably have one a night or so maybe two at a certain time I was having one or two um and maybe he maybe he noticed that Um, but I would start drinking at night, like, in my room, just by myself, just, like, one or two. Angry Orchards, it was always Angry Orchards, and then, I would usually eat fast food for dinner, and so on my way home from class or whatever, I would grab, like, whatever fast food was near me, and then, you know, grab a beer, go to my room, you know, and then, I guess I was studying still, I don't, I don't remember, like, this is, like, a weird timeline, I don't really remember, but, um, I do remember I started like isolating from him a little bit more. And it wasn't I don't think he had really done anything to me like um like we always got along me and him always got along good like there was never any real issue but I do remember that. I do remember being like not wanting to talk, not really willing to be open with him about like my situation um and at a certain point I moved for one I don't know if we were semester or quarter, but one term of school I moved onto campus. Um, so I'll talk about that experience next because I did move back in with him after that. Uh, but I wasn't there long after. But I was there for like one more term after. Um, but yeah, I'll talk about what it was like living on campus. That was a whole different experience add had a little bit more privacy because I had, I was an RA and I had my own like dorm room, but, um, or my dorm suite or whatever you want to call it. But, um, I'll talk about that next, but, um, yeah, me and him always got along good. Um, but I do remember once I started feeling kind of like bummed out all the time and just not doing good with like, like, you know, my performance was sucking because I was just, I think I was just mostly having emotional issues because of that supervisor. Um, but it really was affecting my work. And I don't think I really put two and two together. Like I didn't really notice what it was. I just thought like, man, I don't have any energy anymore. And I remember when I would go to sleep, I would start feeling, um, like I wasn't even rested. Like I didn't even feel rested. I feel like I felt like when I went to sleep, I wasn't even like rested fully good. Um, And I would wake up and just not feel good. You know, I felt like you know how when you sleep and take like like midday, you like take like a weird little nap, but it's not like a nap that's significant enough to like give you full rest. But you wake up too early from even a nap and but you're already exhausted and then you wake up. That's kind of how it felt. It was like but I didn't notice. I don't think I noticed that it was like the alcohol that was probably screwing up my sleep cycles because I know that now. That's why I don't like drinking because I don't sleep well. And then I always don't feel good the next morning. And so um, even if I just drink like one beer or one Corona or something like I'll I'll still not feel too good the next day. Like not even a full hangover, but just I know it affects my sleep. It it makes me have poor sleep, and so I didn't know that then. And I think I noticed that drinking helped me fall asleep and it helped me unwind. Uh, but I don't know how I noticed that. Like, and I think I only started drinking cider because like I used to watch these like these like Amish documentaries or something where like they they were talking about how they really liked cider and so that was how come I started trying cider because I was like well I'm you know I want to have cider too because I did like the flavor of cider I still do but I really like cider it just tastes like freaking cider like (laughs) so I like it too but I mean like yeah I I was really kind of not doing too well that period of my life and so I started like isolating from him and he did, I I was, I, I'm kind of grateful that he did mention it. Cause I was like, he did kind of, it wasn't him though. It wasn't anything he had done. And I hope he kind of knew that it wasn't him. It was just, it was hard for me to like live with somebody. And like, I didn't want to unload on him about what was going on. Cause I don't think I even really knew what was going on. Cause I was working so much in school that, it was just hard for me to wrap my head around the problem fully. I wasn't reflecting on it. I wasn't trying to process it. I was just trying to power through. And obviously, I cannot do things that way. But I mean, most people can't. But I thought I could. And that, like, I didn't really know better. Like, I never had an experience with some, like, crazy, abusive, like, superior person that, that was in, like, a work or school environment. Like, I've had family members like that, but I've never had, like people that were like you can end my career here and you know like she she was almost like like she would make statements and comments that made me feel like she was kind of gonna make things worse for me or like she would say things like oh you're not you're really not too good at this or like you know I don't see you trying hard enough or you know you really don't you seem to you know have a lot of good awareness about like like the things that you're poor at and things like she would just say stuff but she wasn't like trying to be helpful or kind about it like you can kind of tell when somebody's like calling something to your attention like she would just like she would just be like overly editing my work on like everything and I would just be questioning everything I'd be like what the fuck am I really this bad and I'm just thinking like how did I get this far like she would tell me things like like, you're in grad school, don't you know that you're supposed to put two spaces after a period? And, I mean, I think it depends on the style that you're using with the, with the, with the, the, like, what format you're writing in. Is it, like, APA, MLA, like, what are you using? Chicago, like, what is it, you know? Um, I think that determines those things, but there was a point where I used to always put two spaces and then I started just putting one, and she would get on me about stuff like that, like, no, don't put this many spaces after a period, put this many instead, and, I, and she'd make me go back through, like, a whole 30-page something document and change, like, the period spacing, you know, or she'd be, like, I think she got on me because of, like, um, I you know when you have a list of things, it's, like, the client said they wanted to talk to their mother, father, and sister, so I would put, like, mother, comma father comma and sister or whatever or mother comma father and sister without the comma after the second thing in the list of three or whatever and she was like English isn't even my first language like and I know you know that you're supposed to put an extra comma and I was just like I don't think you have to put an extra comma there but it was just be like stuff like that That's like really Like this isn't even an issue, you know, and like we would do that every single week, at least once a week. She would call me into her office and just be in there like yelling at me about like these types of things. It's like I would sit there and one day I remember she was sitting there like like making me edit things. She pulled up a chair next to my desk and was just like waiting for me and she was like why are you taking so long? And I'm just like because she didn't understand we had to edit everything in these little tiny small boxes It would be, like, this massive report, but the boxes where you had to write things were so, like, small that you can only see, like, four or five lines at a time. So you'd have to scroll. Like, imagine trying to scroll, like, 20 pages into something that somebody wants you to edit, and you're, like, scrolling down this tiny box. Like, how the hell am I supposed to fix this fast? Like, I have to count the paragraphs down the thing. You know, it would be stuff like that. And I'm just, like, I spent almost a whole year with this fucking lady you know and I was just like every time I was like this countdown just countdown I'm almost done but like every single thing she could find to complain she complained and I just became just like literally I just was like numbed out all day like not on anything but I literally was like that's how I got through it is I just found out how to feel numb and I felt nothing I was just like I would go in there and she would always say things like you're so hard to read you're so hard to read because she didn't know if she was like upsetting me or not and she needed me to be upset I could kind of tell that and once I noticed that like she needed me to be upset for her to like feel like she got her day's worth or whatever like um once I kind of realized that I was like oh well if I just give you no emotion then you will stop because you don't know how to you know deal with me when I'm not seeming angry or seeming upset or seeming sad like if I'm just seeming like nothing then you'll just back off and so I just kind of learned to just I mean I've done that before because I've been around narcissistic assholes before and that's kind of what they need from you is they if you give them nothing they can't feed off of it and so once I realized that's kind of what was going on but then like being in like that numb state when I was actually I was pretty fearful of her and like you know, like, I felt pretty threatened by her, but also, she kind of couldn't do anything, and so from that point, she started saying things to me, like, oh, like, she'd call me, like, sweetie, and, like, like, not, like, in a sexual weird way, but she'd just be, like, oh, like, you're, you're so sweet, and, like, she kind of changed her tone and started being, like, nice to me, um, but I still gave her nothing after that, you know, I was, like, I'm not gonna smile, I'm not gonna, You know, I was just, like, blank, but, like, almost looking like I was, like, almost happy. Not happy, but, like, I didn't look happy. I didn't look sad. I just looked kind of, like, like, um, just, I don't know how else to explain it. Just not fully, full of emotion at all. Um, and when she noticed that about me, she started acting nicer and saying kinder things to me, and I knew it was bullshit, because how she was treating me before, so I didn't really react to that either, and then she kept getting a little, like, I can't really tell if you're, like, you know, how are you today, like, she was getting really, kind of, like, it threw her off, like, I noticed, like, the way that I was being threw her off, like, she didn't get, like, more upset, she actually got nicer, and, like, it threw her off, and so I was, like, okay, I see what's going on here. Like, you have a fucking problem, like, for real, for real. But, um, yeah, like, having to deal with that, it fucked me up, you know? And then I would go home, like, every day to this housemate who was, like, concerned because, like, he didn't say, he he didn't know what was going on. I never told him. I didn't tell anybody for a really long time. But, like, yeah, like, I remember just kind of telling him just, like, just, a little vague bit of information like I mentioned. I was like, oh yeah, like, you know, like I'm just I'm stressed about school or whatever. Like I didn't really explain like all of that to him. Um but it was really nice that he was concerned and then he noticed and I, I had other people in my cohort at that time period when I was living with him that I could like talk to a little bit where I was just like once I started realizing how she was with other people And I found out that she had previously been fired because of how she treats people. And then when I noticed that even the full-time staff that were, like, a little older than us, um, because I was, like, in my late 20s, and they were maybe in their mid-30s, and they were, like, fearful of her, like, of interacting with her, then I'm like, okay, she's like this to everybody. She's just a bitch, you know? And, like, once I started realizing that, I was, like, I felt a little bit better, you know? Um, But by that time, I had moved on to campus, I think. Um, And then I moved back in with that housemate near USD. So I'm going to talk about about um, that and we'll see if I post the daily update. If I have one, I'll post it after that. I'll post it. um, Tag it on to the end of this episode. All right. All right. Today is April 28th. Um, I'm about to head to the beach. Trying to carefully back out of my driveway first. Got some pedestrian. Let me not run into the pedestrians. Okay, man, it is beautiful out. Man, oh man, it's beautiful out. Um, the sun just got to shining at about 10, 20 a.m. or so today, and so I decided to kind of venture out and get myself out of the house early, so I don't know where I left off yesterday, but I think... Maybe it was around noon. I don't remember where I left off with recording about yesterday, honestly. But, um, yeah, um, so as far as yesterday was concerned, I didn't sleep very good at all the night before, and so I was so thrown the whole day. I didn't really get too much done, But later in the day, um, I did podcasting, and then after that, um, later in the day, I got into a little bit more detailed uh, self-care, I guess, Um, so, you know, people who follow me, they know that, like, I've got this whole fun thing that I do, I call it Weed Wednesdays, um, and then I have therapeutic Thursdays, but, you know, I, you know, I vaped Wednesday and I was like, okay, like, that was fine. Um, but that's kind of all I did. And then, so I decided Thursday, um, cause I hadn't had edibles in a while and the edibles I was having or these, uh, ProTab Indica edibles, and so, I do kind of like having, um, uh, hybrids, if that makes sense, like, um, cause, you know, they don't make me so mellowed out, I mean, I'm still not productive, like, I wasn't very productive Uh, cause I took so much, but basically I'll get to that portion of yesterday, but yeah, I wasn't feeling like perfect. Like the night, I had a rough night the night before, like I mentioned, I think I kind of like dredged up something that, you know, I just wasn't ready for and I didn't really have my mental space kind of clear enough to kind of deal with it. And then it affected my sleep and then I woke up and just felt like I just couldn't get it together yesterday. Like thursday was like a non a non day for me like and so i basically was just taking it easy kind of trying to schedule out what i need to do definitely worked on the podcasting and stuff and uh some of the podcasting had to do with some of the stuff i've been studying And so I kind of threw the topics into there like that. And then, um, so that was, I don't know what day that was, but yeah, that was yesterday. And then, um, in the afternoon, you know, around my lunch break. So I took my lunch break. I wrote down the times, but I'm driving right now, so I can't look at it. But my siesta time was like from about noon. Like I started prepping lunch right before noon. And then from about that time, let's call it like 1150 ish until, you know, I started uploading the podcast stuff around that time. And then around, yeah, around like noon. Yeah, afternoon. I basically, you know, uh, lounged. So for yesterday's breakfast, I had like maybe half a bowl of oats and half, like, uh, I think I had a cup of cacao. And then I had like a half a, like, later on, like with my lunch, I had like a half a cup of coffee. I drink this for Sigmatic coffee with mushrooms, I think it's got chaga, and, um, lion's mane, I don't know if it has other mushrooms in there, but you can get it at Sprouts, I get the packets, because it's just, like, a single cup, and then, uh, it's 50 milligrams worth of caffeine per packet, and I think they also have, like, the ground as well, but I don't, I don't get the ground, um, and, So yeah, so there's that and then I basically went from there to uh, like from from the coffee to uh, like around lunch time to just like relaxing. So I was watching stuff at lunch. Dang, it's not going to be sunny at the beach the marine layer is still here, it's still cloudy out, dude, that's crazy, um, but yeah, I had a little bit of that, and I don't know if it really kicked in, if it really helped, um, but like I mentioned, you know, like, even the, I think it was the day before, or the day before that, maybe it was like Monday, I think I went to the gym or Tuesday or something like that. And I noticed that my, you know, my, uh, I was kind of like stressed a little bit, like, uh, kind of a little bit of a struggle with my energy, even when I had C4 that day. And it was kind of the same thing yesterday. Like I was a little surprised that even though I had coffee for lunch to attempt a little bit of a pick me up. It didn't really work so successfully as I thought it would. Like, I really wasn't as, um, energetic as I had planned to be. Dude, the road is blocked. It's not blocked. I thought it was blocked. Ah, I thought I saw caution tape and I couldn't see that it wasn't going all across the lane that I was trying to turn into, so I missed my turn. Um... But, yeah, I basically was trying to um, just have a pretty, you know, balanced day. It was just a challenge, you know. And, you know, that's what happens, you know. If, If you can't sleep and stuff, like, you can only expect so much. And I feel like it's been multiple days where my sleep was poor. Multiple consecutive days from yesterday, from before yesterday when my sleep was pretty poor and so um I because it was multiple days like that I just it just all added up in all honesty and so yeah I wasn't really feeling like my best but um I kind of paced myself like I did want to like push you know I was telling one of my friends I was like yeah like usually I'm like I'm gonna push and like you know, but I'm like, you know, I'm trying to like listen to my, my body, listen to my mind, get better at that and not just like run myself completely ragged just because I can. And so I decided to not push that hard past lunch and rested during lunch, watched the show, I'm still watching Freaks and Geeks, watched some of that, and then got into this show that I've been wanting to watch, but I I hadn't really started until yesterday, and it's on Netflix, it's called, I think it's called Your Rich Life, or Start Your Rich Life, or something like that, and then, um, so it's kind of chill, and um, I think that's the name of it, and um. I know a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, I understand the clickbaity kind of stuff. There's clickbaity kind of stuff, you know, like, so when you hear something like, oh, get rich or something, like, usually we all know, like, ah, it's not what this is about. But, you know, I gave it a chance because I was like, it is like this whole entire series and, you know, I didn't want to just fully write off the whole entire thing. Uh, cause I was like, you know, I don't think Netflix is gonna really, like, do us like that and be, like, not letting us, uh, you know, go through, like, I, I was feeling like Netflix isn't gonna just, you know, make us, uh, get you know, exposed to something that's just completely, like, hogwash kind of stuff, and so I was like, okay, I'll trust it because it's on here, and, like, usually clickbait stuff and all that, like, that's more of, like, a YouTube kind of thing, and, you know, there's usually not that much stuff related to finance on, like, Netflix, like, Netflix isn't really, like, like, you know, you don't really go to Netflix for your finance advice, you know what I mean, like, that's not what it's there for, and so I was like, well, let me give this show a chance, you know, because I was like, you know, let me just trust it a little, because like, it might not be that bad, you know, and I'm glad I kind of took that approach, because I was like, "It, it really wasn't that bad, um, and so I just decided, you know, I'll I'll trust it. It's probably not going to be terrible. So I watched quite a few episodes of that because I felt like it was productive to watch. So I kind of liked that they had this topic called uh, financial... I don't know if it was called financial psychology. I can't remember the exact terminology, but basically it was to the tune of you know, the psychological aspect of kind of what's actually going on with, with these people, um, and I did appreciate that, I did like that, you know, I was like, that's something that I think most people are actually needing, um, and so I did like and appreciate that, and, you know, for me, it was nice, you know, I was like, okay, this is, this is great, um, of like nice to kind of see, you know? And so I kind of left it at that. Um, and it was, uh, pretty nice, um, helpful to see a nice, um, but you know, it kind of got the gears turning a little bit, so I feel like it was, if I was gonna just kind of veg a bit, that was productive, uh, and then I was like, well, let me go to the beach, you know, and then go get my, my, I didn't know what I was gonna do, but I was like, let me just get out of the house, you know, because I got, like, a bit of an uptick of energy around, like, two yesterday, well, no, no, it was after that, like, around, three-something, but around two-something, I started feeling a little drowsy. I I remember um, getting a little tired and wanting to nap, and I was like, I'll give myself like 20-30 minutes, but then when I got up to go have a bathroom break, by the time I got back, I was like, I didn't really feel like as drowsy, like I wasn't like literally drifting off, and so I pushed it a little bit, and then kind of got a little bit of a second wind, Um, so that was nice, and then... Um, so after having that kind of, like, second wind, I, um, proceeded to, uh, you know, um, kind of get, get going, um, with my day, and... Or my evening, and you know, ended up going over to the dispensary because I decided, you know, because I only have like five milligrams worth of a pro tab left of an indica pro tab. So I was like, I don't really want indica because it's gonna like knock me out. And at that point, I was like, I might still be productive. Like, when I have hybrids in my system, I might actually do something like musical or like athletic in a way like I like dancing and like inside the house and like you know exercising a little like through dancing and yoga and stuff like that so sometimes I like capoeira types of yoga fusion type exercises and so I notice and like other martial arts and stuff and so I notice sometimes you know hybrids do kind of help me towards that and so I was like yeah let me just let me just get that in there and uh you know use this hybrid you know so I went to the dispensary got this got the usual cushy punch gummies and then I saw this drink um it was like Jones brand um it was like orange cream soda or something and there was a blue one there's a green one there's an orange one and I decided for the orange one because there was only one left, so I was like, well, that must be the one that everybody likes then, so let me try that, um, and got one of those, dropped by Nijia Market, got some Japanese kind of deli groceries, a little bit of snacks, these, like, veggie, type of, like, veggie straw chips or something, and, uh, they weren't really veggie straws, not the same exact ones, they were, like, Japanese brand and uh a little different like I feel like they weren't like they they tasted a little different than veggie straws but that's probably the most similar I could compare it to if I had to like give an example of what they were like and then um but they were delicious um so I didn't even drink all of that soda I drank most of it but not all of it I still have more left but it's going to be just sugar water now and it kind of hurt my teeth with all that sugar <laughs> my teeth are still kind of like my gums are still kind of feeling weird because of it and I felt like they were maybe a little swollen in, in the back yesterday but I don't really know for sure but yeah I'm not like that hard into like sugar products but um yeah so um That was just kind of where, where I went with that. And then, um. Uh. Like, after that, I went and. Just. Uh. Had, like, a really basic. Um. uh, what do you call it, like, just, like, a cannabis session, I guess, you know, and, uh, had some of the drink, I had, like, half of it at first, and then it kicked in, and I was like, this, it kicked in hard, man, and, uh, but it was good, it was in a really good way, and, you know, um, Maybe that's just what I needed, you know, um I was able to relax and do some of a self care routine and you know I wasn't really too much online talking to friends or anything. I was just kind of like in my head and just like really enjoying myself um like that and then um by like ten thirty or so i was I had already been dozing off for a while by that point, and so. You know, I made sure I didn't need any restroom breaks or anything. But before that, I ate, like, a bunch of chips. I ate those veggie chip things. Not all of them, but a lot of them. I ate quite a lot of them. Um, And for dinner before that, I had, uh, I guess it's Oyakodon? I don't know what it is. I don't know the difference between the pork one and the chicken one. But it was basically, like, a pork cutlet with uh, kind of like with some kind of scrambled egg omelet in there. A little bit of green onion. Rice. Um, uh, the regular onions. Um, so I ate that last night. I don't know. I don't eat pork that much. It kind of got stuck in my teeth. Like I'm not really into like pork, beef, that kind of thing, but uh, the selections at Nijia were kind of sparse, and so I was like, I just, you know, let me just get what I'm going to get, you know, um, <clears throat> so yeah, that was kind of my night, and I was a little worried this morning because I woke up around 6, it's called 6.12, 6.20, somewhere around there and I was like, dude, it's early, but I felt fine, because I was like, this is the first time in a while I've woken up in the 6th zone, instead of like in the 7th zone, like I was like awake, awake you know, but I was like also still feeling kind of maybe stoned so I was like, dude, like I'm so tired and it was kind of weird, because like, if I closed my eyes, I could go back to what I was dreaming like right away, like I wasn't like fully like awake, awake, like I could kind of like choose my dream, my dreaming, you know, it was kind of really odd, and that was early this morning, but I was like, let me just get up, like, I don't need to be in bed, so I decided to get up around 7.30 or so, I was just trying to get my mental energy kind of together, and then when I was, like, actively trying it, you know, I noticed, okay, I'm not really stoned, I'm just, like, groggy. And so at first I thought I was like really stoned this morning, Um, but it's just kind of like the after effects. So I started feeling pretty good. And then around eight ish, I had coffee and made some Ichiban ramen. I know that's not like the best of healthy meals, but like that's kind of what I wanted. I was like, let me just have something salty and high carb, you know, (laughs) first thing in the morning, you know, like whatever. Just something quick and hot. Um, and, but before that with my coffee, I put in a little bit of MCT oil and it really pumped my energy up. Like pretty much all this morning I've had like really high mental energy, like not stoned high, but like very, um, increased mental energy compared to the other days. And I think a lot of it also is probably because I slept really good last night I slept so good last night like I'm I think I slept all the way through the night like I did wake up I remember waking up a little bit because I usually have this beanie on so I do remember like rolling over and being like oh the beanie isn't on anymore but other than that like yeah I slept immaculately and today I feel really great but it's hard to tailor my energy I'm like I don't know if I want to use this energy more mentally or physically, and I'm not going to take more caffeine today, but, um, yeah, I'm definitely, um, having good energy, like my brain is a little, there's still a little bit of fog in there, but I'm pretty sure that's from the weed products, like, um, I slept pretty good though but yeah like every now and then it just helps like I know people are like sometimes people are like really against cannabis and stuff but it's like every now and then you know it's not like I'm every day trying to like do this and like I said like weed Wednesday is usually the day that I partake if I'm gonna have like a higher than normal dose of things, then that's usually the day that I'll choose to do it, if not on a weekend, but, um, yeah, I try not to, um, get, um, yeah, try not to get nothing, you know, I try not to, like, I don't know, I find the benefits of it, and it really did relax me and help you know, help me actually just go to sleep. Like, I feel like it, for me, it works better than melatonin. Like, I feel better today than I felt all the other days before when I took melatonin for sleep. Like, I didn't take any melatonin last night, and I only had, you know, THC, and I feel fine, you know, this morning. Other than early this morning, like, early was a little hard and I was just like man I'm probably just gonna I when I first woke up I felt like I was just gonna sleep all day I was like and I don't usually sleep all day like that but you know when I first woke up I was like ooh, this is gonna be a rough morning so I was very shocked that by 8:30 a.m. I was already I had already been kind of wiry for a couple minutes there at least a little wired at least since then and um but yeah there's still a little bit of fog but nowhere near what it was the other days and it's kind of a combination though because i think cannabis helps but then also the sleep helps and then the coffee helps and the, and the mct oil helps so like the combination of things you know i can't really say it was just one of them one of the things but yeah definitely it's a necessity to sleep and sleep early like I slept early I was asleep before 11 for sure and um I just did what I needed to do for myself yesterday you know I didn't push too hard and today I actually feel great and it's Friday so unfortunately I don't have too many more too much today let me see when the sun sets Um I have a sunset time that I follow Fridays so My specific sunset time is 7.34 p.m. So 7.34 p.m. I'll be, um, you know, kicking myself off of, you know, actually working on stuff. And I'll start to, uh, um, to get a little bit more focused, um, Yeah, I'll kick myself off from working on stuff and I'll start to get a little bit more focused on, um, on, I don't know. (laughs) I'll just start to get a little bit more focused basically. Um, and yeah, so this morning since that point, I, well, I'll be focused, okay, like Friday nights, it's kind of more like, the focus is more on, like, otherworldly things, so kind of just, like, nature, the universe, that's kind of where I like my mind to be, Friday nights and Saturday daytimes, um, and I kind of just, like, overall disconnect, disconnect from, uh, all the hustle of things, you know, I try not to, get too caught up in too much like negativity or too much you know about the financial state of the world or world news or current events and all the kind of drama you know I don't think about any business planning stuff I don't study I don't think about school classes nothing like I just delve into this other part of things that kind of you know it helps me reset a little bit better to do that um otherwise it's like all week just going with no i feel like it it helps me balance more and otherwise all week i'll just be going without any form of like balancing those other kinds of um areas of life so uh yeah so there's that um Uh, yeah, and that's what I'm dealing with today, um, but, yeah, pretty much this morning I, uh, paid someone on Fiverr, uh, got some marketing to do, and I'm having someone else help me with some parts of it that I'm not doing, um, um for social media marketing and then uh I've got my store, my online store that I need to tend to uh later on today as well. So um I'll go get on that. Uh you know, after the podcasting stuff, and right now, I'll just be at the beach with the the pods, um, and then, like, I'll probably fit in a little snack right about now, I've got that going right now. Either the choice of a perfect bar or some popcorn. Uh, Skinny pop. Single bags of popcorn. Like the snack size bags. I might have popcorn because I'm kind of sick of this these perfect bars. I eat them so much. Um, and then... Yeah, I get some episodes up for today. I haven't posted any of my episodes yet for today. And then once I need a bathroom break, I'll head back home. Uh, yeah, the beach is not that sunny today. It's actually cloudy and foggy. And so I'm probably gonna stay here a while cause it's not as hot and I can kind of sit in the car and record a little bit more easily from here. Um. So that's it for the day's uh, daily update. And with that, thanks for listening.